Greetings, all. Welcome to Aquarian Diary. I'm your host, John Irving. It is February 17th, 2024. Wow. <laughs> just wow. This recent period has just been astonishing. I thought I would talk a little bit about that because I have made a number of posts on my community tab and been discussing some of the themes that have been coming up for me, and it turns out that they resonate with others as well. We went through a little period recently that was kind of a mixture of complete exhaustion, <laughs> and then coupled with dramatic bursts of energy, like the energy would fluctuate and vacillate pretty dramatically. That's kind of a hallmark of Uranus, the ruler of Aquarius, where Pluto recently ingressed on January 20th. So we may need to be prepared overall for pretty dramatic and wild swings of energy insights, themes, and so forth. I spent some time personally reflecting on this, like, why am I completely exhausted one day and then hypercharged the next? And this is what I think is going on. For me, this period from 2008 until just recently, when Pluto was in Capricorn, was energetically really heavy and it felt oppressive and stifling and confining and restricting and limiting. It even included a degree of fear. And if we look at what was happening in the world, that's understandable. We had these oppressive reactionary forces within the power structures of our societies who were threatening to repress us or force their worldview onto us contain us, control us, dominate us. And so it's kind of like we were walking around hunched over, you know, thinking we're going to get whacked, either on the material or energetic levels. So it's kind of like there was a barrage of energy shooting down upon us, and we had to put up our shields to protect ourselves and keep kind of like a stiff upper lip, be very sort of stalwart, and stoic as we've been going through this period. And then after a while, we got used to that. So we've been in this very kind of defensive posture for like 16 years. And let's face it, many of us have been brutally persecuted in past lifetimes for sticking our necks out. So we have good reason intuitively to be cautious or reserved about expressing our true identities and beliefs. This frequently shows up in the natal charts of people I do readings for. And I've heard stories of people's past lives that are truly shocking and deeply disturbing. At the same time, recently, just recently, and a bit last year, when Pluto was in Aquarius for a few months, there was a heightening of the energy. So, I also sense right now that there is this heightened energy, it's resonating on a higher frequency, but at the same time, we still have that kind of lingering residue of heavy energy that we have been fighting with, which has been exhausting, 
for so many years. So although the energy has shifted, we haven't quite acclimated to it yet, and there's still that lingering kind of fear and hesitation and reservation because we were in the Pluto and Capricorn energy for so long. Five days ago, I published an episode about this really remarkable conjunction of Mars, Venus, and Pluto at the first degree of Aquarius. And of course, out of curiosity, I wanted to see how events might take place in the world that would reflect those energies. So I've been checking the news, and of course, there's been a lot of dramatic developments <laughs> this week, like some really stunning developments that very much fit within those themes, some of which I posted on my community tab here. The problem, in fact, wasn't that I couldn't find them, correlations, I mean. The problem was that there was just too many of them. And I can't just flood my community tab with all this stuff. It would just overwhelm people. <laughs> so, so I don't, so I kind of got like, whoa, it's just overwhelming. But there's a really interesting theme playing out here, which is that a lot of the kind of karmic reckoning that I had predicted going back a year ago or more is starting to occur. And that gives me hope for this new phase that we're entering, that justice for all the crimes and abuses of power that occurred with Pluto and Capricorn are now starting to play out. So this gives us hope that this insanely crazy period that we just went through over the past 16 years is over. It's coming to an end. And there's going to be a comeuppance. And to some degree, things are going to be more normal. And hopefully, people will be a lot less inclined to go off the deep end with the batshit crazy stuff once they see other people being held accountable for these kinds of things. And I expect that over the next few years, we're going to see a lot of people facing things like prosecution for their actions and misdeeds, much of it of a criminal nature if it wasn't organized crime. There was a weird thing going on while Pluto was in Capricorn where people just thought that they could get away with some of the most outrageous things. And they just kept upping the ante and raising the bar because they were getting away with it. But that, like I said, seems to be coming to an end. Thank God. So there's going to be a lot of drama around that. But for a change, it's going to be good drama because those of us who are based in reality and uphold higher moral and ethical standards are going to be buoyed by that. We're going to find this very uplifting because at least we now know that there is some justice that there are limits and constraints that will keep us from going off the deep end completely. It's interesting because I often do prayers or set intentions for exactly these kinds of things, and I published a whole bunch of them here as shorts on my YouTube channel. <laughs> this stuff is real. It's really happening. Finally, right, because the energy is now conducive to that. So the initial phase of this is going to be just putting things back into order and back into place, then the next phase will be how do we move forward beyond and into new realms of exploring how this energy flows and manifests out into society and the world. 
that's when we get into the real phase of progress. First, we have to restore order from the chaos. Then we can start being more proactive. And that's where we come into play. People like you, if you're listening to me, you're probably ahead of your time. You're a change agent. You came here to help move humanity forward into this new age. And we've been being battered and hammered for quite some time now. And so, like I said, we've developed this defensive posture, but soon we will be in creation mode instead of defense mode. And there's going to be a lot of people who are going to need guidance and direction and instruction on how to work with and handle these kinds of energies, because this is a paradigm shift, which is another thing I've talked a lot about here. And paradigm shifts can be very disorienting initially. It's a whole new reality. This is a shift of ages. It's something that humanity hasn't experienced for over 2,000 years. It's huge. It's virtually unprecedented, especially now that we have all this technology that we can utilize to communicate at the speed of light, which is, again, Pluto in Aquarius ruled by Uranus. So I find this all tremendously exciting, although lately it has been exhausting. I would encourage people in their spiritual practice to be clearing energies and thought forms and beliefs that were relevant between 2008 and 2024, but that no longer fit into this paradigm we're moving into. It's probably going to take us a bit of time to trust that, but overall, we need to kind of do some house cleaning internally so that we can embrace and embody this new energy that is actually here right now. We're in the hangover stage of this shift of phases of energies. So that's the good news. I think that seeing people held accountable for all their misdeeds, what we've seen recently is just the beginning. Watch what happens over the next while we have another period of Pluto dipping back into 29 degrees of Capricorn for 10 weeks in the fall of this year, that's the last shot of that energy where people who are not tuned in are likely to make some really big mistakes that they will regret later. If they think for a minute <laughs> that that is the status quo, they are wrong. So I think that's the final test of this period of shifting energies. I want to point out one other thing, too, which is something that's just come to my attention recently. For some reason, I was drawn to go and listen to some of the episodes that I published here a long time ago. I have stuff on here that goes back over two years now. And I don't normally do that. I don't go listen to old episodes, especially of my own, right? <laughs> but I was pretty blown away by how spot on I was how accurately prescient or prophetic I was. Like, go back and listen to some of my older episodes. What I publish here has a lasting kind of quality. It's not all just about in the moment. And I was quite impressed with how accurately predictive a lot of those themes I've talked about are. In fact, I was listening to someone else a few days ago, and they were talking about all this stuff, and I was thinking, I did an episode on that like a year and a half ago. And I was kind of like, what is with that? You know, I feel like I'm really ahead of my time. So if you're bored, and I know everyone is super busy and overwhelmed these days, 
But a lot of the content I have published here, even going back a long time, is very much accurate about what's happening here now and what themes are going to be in play. And that was always my intention, was to build a body of work that was foundational and that would be relevant for a long time. I know that the trend right now is for people to be very much into immediate gratification and hyperstimulation, constantly going from one thing to the next. In other words, being ungrounded. But there's overriding patterns and themes that are at play here that are really important in terms of understanding what's going on on a bigger level. So in short, we're in this shift of energies. We have to kind of let go of that past energy. We don't need to be fearful or anxious in the same way that we used to. So we need to clear out that kind of energy, which will allow us to make this shift more easily. The tide has turned. A lot of people are going to be held accountable for how they abused their power while Pluto was in Capricorn. Fantastic. And in the not-too-distant future, probably more actually in the time frame of when Pluto really settles into Aquarius for the next 20 years, which is in the fall, and I'll put the dates on the screen, that's when the real moving forward energy really kicks in and we can completely leave behind all of the fears, apprehensions, doubts, and the defensive posture we had to assume while Pluto was in Capricorn. Also, a lot of what I've been saying here has been coming up very powerfully in the readings I've been doing for people lately. It's showing up in their charts and in their transits. Like literally, I did a reading for someone the other day, and I saw these signatures in their transits about how they were coming into this period of time where they would kind of be awakened and come into their mission, their soul mission for this lifetime. There's trigger points that indicate that they are stepping into action. Like there's a lot of us who have been kind of like sleeper agents. And over the next year or two, a lot of those people who have been laying low, living their day-to-day -day lives, are going to start being activated so that they can play a role in bringing in this new age, the energies of this new age. And I'm getting really strong energy as I say this. I couldn't be more thrilled about predicting that, honestly. The kind of people who listen to me are like that in a lot of ways. I've seen that come up a lot in readings lately, like I said, that there's a lot of people who are going to be kicked into action. A lot of people had to be in that kind of dormant state because it was too dangerous for them to come forward and express their full potential and full being. The energies wouldn't allow it. It was too heavy. Very interesting, the timing of all of this and how it coincides with Pluto in Aquarius, which I talked about over two years ago here. So I find this very exciting. I'm not saying we're completely out of the woods. <laughs> we're not. But the energy is shifting very fast. And that's another characteristic of Pluto in Aquarius. The energies in Aquarius, because it's ruled by Uranus, can move phenomenally fast and suddenly. I also want to make a point that I think that one of the themes here as well in terms of accountability is going to be corporate malfeasance with respect to things like price gouging. Powerful corporations, especially like monopolies, and there are way too many of those these days, 
they fit within the Pluto transit and Capricorn umbrella. And I think that we're going to find that there's going to be a lot of comeuppances in the corporate sector as well. And let's face it, many of them have been also lobbying and supporting a lot of the policies that we would consider to be anti-liberal or anti-democratic. And there's going to have to be some accountability there. Way too much power has been consolidated into the hands of a few. And often it is these moneyed corporate interests who are actually driving the agenda, if not literally crafting policies and financing and lobbying the politicians who are effectively, in many cases, puppets or mouthpieces for these vested interests. So the corporate sector is going to be in for a bit of a rude awakening as these energies shift because clearly they have abused their power and their influence for reasons relating to unfettered greed and narcissism without taking the welfare of society at large into account. And they're going to have to be put in their place. And there may be some hard lessons learned there. People keep talking about how the economy is great, but corporate profits have been stratospheric recently, and that accounts for a lot of the economic activity. Meanwhile, a lot of people have been struggling to survive. Robert Reich published a chart the other day, which I shared on my YouTube channel, which showcases this in very dramatic terms. And I'll put that on the screen as well. And if we've learned anything during this period, it is that we must be constantly engaged and vigilant about issues like social or economic justice or protecting liberal democracies. We can never take our rights or freedoms for granted. One other point. There's some weird things, which I've talked about before, with YouTube comments. Comments sometimes go into like a Bermuda Triangle. And it bothers me because a lot of people on my channel write these amazing comments, very thoughtful comments. And I really respect that, you know, that people take the time to do that and that they, that they do so, so eloquently. So when comments just aren't visible or don't show up or nobody can see them or whatever, it bothers me because I feel bad because people, like I said, take all this time to do this and then nobody sees it. So if that happens to you, just understand that it's not me. I don't have control over this. I think some comments get flagged for some weird reason, even though I have very rarely seen comments that were truly offensive. So don't take it personally is what I'm trying to say. And I apologize for that, but it's completely beyond my control. There's a lot of really weird quirks with the YouTube commenting system. Some people know this, but some people may not. I just want you to know that I really respect and appreciate your effort. So please accept my apologies if that's happened to you. Again, for more detail, check the episode description for other episodes or articles that are related or that I mentioned. And if you're interested in a reading with me, I'll put a link to that as well. I have a 20% off special on currently. Many sincere thanks to everyone who supports me, especially my YouTube members. Thank you very much. Take care, all the best, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now.